1: Welcome to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio, 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Your Partner in Law is brought to you in part by the law firm Gregorick & Associates PLLC. Charting your course to a secure future. Your Partner in Law starts now. Here's your host, Rick Gregorick.
2: Well, good morning and welcome to... uh this week's edition of Your Partner in Law, I'm attorney Rick Gregory from the law firm of Gregory & Associates. Hey, you can find us uh, all over the web. You can go to MyNorthwest.com. You can find us under Your Partner in Law, YourPartnerInLaw.com, RJG Legal, all kinds of places. So uh, no problem getting in touch with us. Uh, we would um, love to hear from you, of course. But, you know, today is, well, it's the last Sunday of the year. And so 2019, as we all now know, is uh, closing up on us rapidly. And like all years, next year is going to bring some new things that we all are going to need to pay attention to. And I've talked about this a little bit in, um prior shows as far back as maybe six months or so ago, maybe not quite that long ago. And I want to talk about your retirement planning which is a component of your estate planning. It's the financial engine, if you will, um, not to steal from Rick Edelman too much, but it is your financial engine that um, helps fuel your estate plan. And I think, you know, many of you might get confused in the marketplace because perhaps you're meeting with a life insurance salesperson and they tell you that they're an estate planner. Or you're meeting with your financial advisor or your broker, and they say they're an estate planner. And I think this is confusing because estate planning is really a whole bunch of things put together. It's your legal planning, including your wills, trusts, powers of attorney, all kinds of stuff there for asset protection and tax planning and estate tax planning, protecting your children. Then we would have as another component of the estate planning, what is your retirement plan, management of your IRAs, your 401Ks, your investment accounts. How is all that going to work? And then we have to look at your tax system and integrate with your CPA. So those are kind of the three minimum things that you have to have in your estate planning is obviously the estate plan. Now, that's the legal part, the wills, the trusts, the powers of attorney. Then you need the economic engine. That's going to be all of your investments, and um, whether they be real estate investments, stocks and bonds, mutual funds, all of those things. But the trick is, throughout our life, having to save enough money to live into retirement. And this has been a big shift in the way people think over the last, you know, 75 years. Up until not too many years ago... About a half a dozen to a dozen years ago, a majority of people, or many people, were getting pensions from their work. In other words, after they quit working, they continued to get a paycheck for the rest of their life of some percentage of their pay. And then along with Social Security, most of these folks had a, well, a reasonable retirement. If you worked your whole life at a big company X, then you would retire and you would have a pension for your lifetime. And sometimes you could even pass part of that on to your spouse. And unfortunately, with the passage of 401k plans, um, and they've been around for a long time, there's been a gradual erosion and elimination of the pension plans, largely due to the cost imposed on um, delivering those systems. And so once 401ks got into the mix, Little by little, our defined benefit plans and our pension plans were slowly being eliminated. Today, maybe about 13% of private corporations still offer a 401k. Um, This is way down from far more, and certainly when you get into smaller companies, um, offering 401ks is another issue because it wasn't happening. And so to say that our retirement system was, you know, troubled is interesting because so many people today are not subject to having a pension and therefore you have to create your own pension by systematically saving throughout your life. And for those of you in your 50s or 60s and you're looking ahead and you say, gee, how am I going to pay for everything? Because when you look around and you look over your shoulder at what you've saved during your lifetime, for the, you know, a near majority, um, there's not going to be enough. Um, Vanguard, of course, we all know the big uh, index fund, uh, granddaddy of all the mutual funds, there's, it's the largest fund in the world. And in a report they put out, that and this report came out um, about a year ago, early 2019 that the median or you know, the middle 401k balance for those that were age 65 or older was $58,035. Um, I think by most folks' calculations, if you were 65 or 70 years old and you had only $58,000 in the bank without, an, without a pension and you were merely relying on Social Security, Um, you're going to have a very tough economic time. And so there's always been, you know, there's been a lot of legislation and a lot of history around our retirement accounts. Now, retirement accounts are 401Ks, 403Bs, 457s for all you folks out there, your IRAs, both traditional and Roth. I have all kinds of folks say when we talk about a lot of these rules, oh, well, that doesn't apply because it's a Roth. Be very careful because making a blanket statement like that will very oftentimes be wrong. Uh, Roth um, accounts are subject to many of the same types of requirements that your other um, taxable retirement accounts are. So always be careful on making blanket assumptions on something you may or may not have read on the Internet because these are very um, different Types of rules and they apply in different ways. And remember, the government's very interested in these for two reasons. One is for you to save. I mean, I think they do have a vested interest in that. But equally as important, these create tax revenues directly or indirectly, and we'll talk about that as we go through the show. Hey, folks, if you'd like to uh, call in and ask me a question today or if you have some questions on your estate and retirement planning and things that you might want to be thinking about as we move into 2020, uh, give me a call and get you right on air this morning at 888-973-5476, 888 888-973- 973 5476 and we will get you right on air. So when we're looking at our retirement planning and how do we integrate our the financial component of our estate into our legal estate planning? Well, this really is going to boil down in many cases to the nature of your assets. How you own things is critically important. What's on the title? Who is the owner? What does the ownership involve? And so we're going to look at, you know, in your plan, you're going to have regular investment accounts that are just taxable accounts. You put money in Schwab or Vanguard or whatever, and you open up account, and, you know, you get savings from that. Then you've got your retirement plans, your 401s, your 403s, those. Those are another component. Perhaps you're a real estate investor. Boy, we got a lot of those around here in the Puget Sound. Um, From very small investors, they own one rental property to folks that obviously own many rental properties. Issues concerning the ownership of those usually involves business entities, lots more taxation, Really important to look at asset protection of your personal assets and make sure those are being shielded from those uh, rental activities or those investment properties, even vacant land that's simply held for investment, can carry a very heavy uh, liability. And some folks don't uh, recognize that liability. They say, oh, it's just a piece of vacant land. And then, of course, we have the conversation. Many of you have heard the term before on the show of an attractive nuisance and the owner's liability in those cases. So that's never terribly comfortable for folks to learn about. So what we really want to do as we close up 2019 and we move forward into 2020 is really talk, you know, a little bit more about your savings and your retirement savings, because change is afoot. Uh, 2019, um, Kind it of closed up with a roar, you know, not to mention the mere impeachment of a president as a historic event. And really interesting in some regards to some folks that this impeachment was done in the midst of, you know, really strong economic data. Um, the stock market continues to uh, march forward, um, albeit on an upward zigzagging pattern, a lot of volatility causes a lot of angst, but uh, if you look at the last five years, uh, it's been up, 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 and it's just, you know, been sitting at record territories, you know, all December. Unemployment uh, for almost every segment of the economy is at, you know, is improved tremendously. Some segments are at virtual full employment, others continue to improve, Um, So there's some good news there, and then there's always, you know, the Balancing Act. And Congress has been somewhat busy on our retirement accounts. And we just talked about, well, part of the reason for that is most of you aren't prepared and aren't ready, which means you will become a burden on the government, i.e. the rest of the taxpayers, in the coming years. And that's something we certainly want to try and avoid and so with that, we're going to take a little break here, and we'll take, go back to your calls at 888 That's the call-in number for Cairo and KTTH. Right now, live, talk with Rick, 888 We'll be right back.
0: My dad would always say the three worst words in the English language were shoulda, coulda, and woulda. So many people with retirement right around the corner or in the middle of it have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas facing them. They're not proactive. You didn't take care of the will. You didn't take care of the trust. They didn't do what was needed to do when it came to real estate and taxes. So right now, let's avoid the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and call Rick Gregrick. Rick Gregory is my estate planner. I sat down with Rick, explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or a charitable trust, real estate, or taxes. It is so complicated, you've got to rely on an expert like Rick, who is so kind and knowledgeable about all of it. So be proactive. Take control of your life now. You can schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show, Your Partner-in-Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Your Partner-in-Law with Rick Regrick, my estate planner, yourpartnerinlaw.com.
3: One of the biggest mistakes you can make heading into retirement is not planning for the high costs of an extended health care situation. Many people assume they have enough money saved only to watch everything they've worked hard for get whittled down to nothing from the ongoing costs of a long-term care situation. Do not make that mistake. By putting a long-term care plan in place... You guarantee yourself a source of funds to pay for care when needed, and you also know you will not become a burden on your family. Do what my wife and I did. Go learn about all the new long-term care plans offered by 525 Advisors. These new plans protect your savings, protect your family, and pay you back if you never use them. Learn more by attending one of the upcoming classes taught by Brian Ott, who's the host of Long-Term Care Radio, right here on Cairo. Brian has a long-term care planning class coming up January 18th. Seating will be limited for this first class of the year. So sign up today at 525longtermcare.com. It's a free class. You'll get a copy of Brian's book, too. 525longtermcare.com.
2: Have you ever wondered what would happen to you or your loved ones or your business if you were incapacitated tomorrow or if you died prematurely? None of us plan on it, but not addressing these issues can be catastrophic to your finances, your family, and your business. Hi, this is attorney Rick Gregory, host of your partner-in-law, right here on Cairo Radio every Sunday morning at 8. Elder or estate planning is necessary for all of us, regardless of our wealth or lack of wealth. So whether your estate is large or small, you simply must have a proper legal life plan in place to protect you, your loved ones, and your business. For your free estate or elder law planning consultation, give us a call today at 425-284-3450. At Gregerick Associates, my staff and I will take the time necessary to understand your needs and recommend the best plan for you and your family. Call us today at 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450 or go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com.
1: Now, back to Your Partner-in-Law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH.
2: Well, uh, good morning again and uh, welcome back. Uh, This is um, Your Partner-in-Law. And we've uh, had some technical issues. We don't have the music and all that fun stuff this morning, but uh, more about that later maybe. But what's really uh, important about our retirement planning is really understanding your options in that. And things have changed really dramatically. And um, we've got uh, Scott on the line. Scott, are you there with me? I am. How are you doing this morning, Rick? I'm doing great. Oh, boy, we've got some f- serious feedback going on here. Um, we'll see if we can work on that. I'm hearing everything like in a barrel right now, Scott. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we were talking. There we go. We were talking about um, you know people's retirement plans and with the passage of the SECURE Act, which really is the culmination of uh, almost two decades of changes regarding our retirement plans. And, Scott, of course, you remember way back in the 2006 and seven times there was the private letter ruling from the IRS that, basically gave us the guidelines and the guidepost for establishing a trust as a beneficiary for a retirement plan. Now, that was a pretty big deal, Scott, and I know that you've dealt with these and things in in uh, your line, you know, what you're doing at the office and uh, doing a lot of litigation work and uh, family law and divorces and guardianships. And these accounts are always problematic, to say the least, but it's really important how people manage them and do their Um, beneficiary designations and the retirement plan trust was a really significant change there. And that really came about um, because there was so much uncertainty as to whether or not assets were protected from creditors in retirement accounts. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, Did we lose, Scott? We did. Yeah, we've been having some technical trouble here, so we're going to see what what transpires here. So I'll pull that question back from Scott. But anyhow, back in the 2006 frame, time frame, we started seeing a lot of activities about our retirement accounts. And then if we move all the way up into 2015, the U.S. Supreme Court met on our, you know, ruled on a case called Clark v. Raymaker. And Clark v. Raymaker was an interesting case in that the outcome of that case was that Inherited IRAs. In other words, someone other than your spouse inherits the IRA. So, predominantly, we're going to be looking at your children, your grandchildren receiving those IRAs, those your retirement assets. So, they're receiving your retirement assets. But when they get those accounts, they are not retirement accounts for your children or your grandchildren, and therefore they're subject to all kinds of different rules, and they do not get the protection of being asset protected. And again, that what the key distinction here is they were deemed to not be retirement accounts. And so we remember that as we move now into 2019 with the passage of the SECURE Act, which happened just last week. Now, for everybody that's into acronyms, that stands for the SETTING Every Community Up for Retirement Enhancement. Now you know why they call it the SECURE Act of 2019. And this is something that all of you with a 401k, 403b, 457, IRA, and other defined benefit plans, in other words, your retirement plans, whether they're individual IRAs or any types of uh, qualified planning you get through your employer, the way you are going to have to think about these accounts, plan for these accounts, and plan for their eventual you know, carrying on down to your beneficiaries is a whole new way of thinking about them, how you're going to use your retirement accounts, when you're going to take them, and all that. We have a brand new law called the Secure Act, and we've talked about this on several other occasions recently because this is a sweeping legislation that is really here to, in essence, address the issue that not enough people are saving for their retirement now that, you know, over this last 20, 30 years, it has become an individual responsibility to plan and save for your retirement rather than relying on a pension program um, that was offered through your employer. Um Not that that was a perfect plan, but it was certainly a lot easier to go through life, spend your paycheck, knowing that, well, when you put in your 20 or 25 years, you would have your pension, and um, which was basically a salary for the rest of your life. Not quite what you were making, but there you go. But the, anyhow, okay, and I guess we're going to try to get Scott back on here with the... uh Might be feedback. Okay, well, we'll see what happens here with the technology. Am I back on? Am I back on? You are back on. Thank you, Scott. Uh, Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. The station down here has had a few challenges this uh, the end of the year here with uh, some technology. I'll talk to you about (laughs) it off air a little bit. And there's that feedback again. But we'll see if we can get through it.
4: So so I was in the background. I could hear you. You were talking a little bit about the Raymaker. And one of the things for our listeners to understand is that that case arose as a result of a child support case where uh, I believe it was a son that had inherited one of his parents' uh IRAs was subject to a child support order and that was being collected and that was kind of you know the the, the decision of the day that really set the precedent that creditors
2: can reach
4: Inherited IRAs when they're when they're not inherited by spouses.
2: Yeah, and this it was it, it's huge, and of course it was kind of like the secret thing that happened. Not too many people were aware of it, and then we we look back and we you know look and say, okay, well we've got IRA asset protection trusts now that we've been doing since around two thousand seven, and of course now comes the Secure Act, and the Secure Act has a lot of really favorable things that are actually you know if we want to put it into certain contexts that are tax savings so one of the problems with tax savings when the government gives it to you is they don't usually reduce the size of government so they look for revenue somewhere else and when we get back from this quick break we're going to talk just about how that worked, kind of the the good the bad and the ugly of the secure act and so we'll be uh, right back after this quick break
0: Sometimes big events in your life all of a sudden cause you to wake up and realize you should start planning for the future. I lost my dad a little over a year ago to cancer, and I remember thinking to myself, I should probably have a will or trust. So I called Rick Gregorick. Now the reason I called Rick Gregorick is because I've been listening to him on Cairo Radio on Sunday mornings and the guy is an absolute expert. I sat down with him. I explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or charitable trust, real estate, taxes. It was so complicated. I was so glad I had Rick right there to walk me through the whole process. So be proactive. Take control of your life right now. Go meet with Rick Gregorick and schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show like I do, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Schedule a meeting with my estate planner, Rick Gregorick, at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com.
3: Hey, it's Dory Monson with Brian Ott from 525 Advisors and host of Long-Term Care Radio. And Brian, we have another great question from a listener. Does Medicare pay for long-term care?
4: Dory, without question, this is still the most common question I get. Medicare becomes our primary health insurance when we turn 65, and like traditional medical insurance, it does not pay for long-term care services. Medicare is for acute care, but it's not going to cover the ongoing custodial care that is required during an extended health care situation. You need long-term care insurance for that. If you have a question for me, send it to me at 525longtermcare.com. You can also learn about new programs that pay you back if you never use your plan, and you can sign up for one of our free upcoming classes. And don't forget to join me every Saturday morning here on Cairo for Long-Term Care Radio.
3: Dude, my wife and I did. Sign up for one of Brian's upcoming classes. Classes are free, and you'll even get a copy of Brian's book, which has a ton of great info. Seating's limited, so sign up today at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. We return to Your Partner in Law
1: on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770, KTTH, with your host, Rick Gregorick.
2: All righty, um, that's one of our technical issues today. The Usually there's nice little music coming back in, so it's a dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, the show's about to start, but hey, we just jump right in today, so uh, we can live without music for an hour, not much longer, but what the heck, we'll go for it for an hour. Folks, we've been talking about your retirement planning, and the importance of understanding the new rules And the new laws around your retirement accounts, your 401s, your IRAs, your 403s, 457s, all of these, whether they're an employer-sponsored plan or your private plans, the government's trying to get you to save more. And so a few of the things that they did under the SECURE Act, which was signed into law just a week ago, was attached to the appropriations bill. And this was a act uh, in the House of Representatives that had a you you know a near unanimous uh, vote when it was passed. It was four hundred and seventeen to three. Um, the three holdouts, I think, uh, were looking to actually expand and put a few more um, goodies into the Secure Act, but didn't happen, and it got attached to the um, appropriations bill without ever going through um, the Senate. So that's kind of a, another way things get into law. But the secure act was really to help address a troubled retirement system and try to encourage more people to save and we all know that the small businesses is the back, or small businesses are the backbone of the u s economy. We hear that all the time, and that 's true as long as our big companies are fairly healthy as well, because many small companies are feeders off large companies, but that 's a different show. So what they wanted to do is set it up for small business owners to set up what the IRS likes to call Safe Harbor Retirement Plans. Now, you've heard Safe Harbor Trust. You've heard Safe Harbor. This. The term Safe Harbor is really just a term used within the Internal Revenue Service to say, well, that thing, if you do this, then you're going to be in compliance with some sort of law or something. A lot of these things do evolve around retirement plans. And one of the things that they wanted to increase was to get more part-time workers eligible to participate in retirement plans. So those rules have changed. So if you work 1,000 hours a year, you can get into an employer-sponsored plan if and when they have one. Or let's say you don't work 1,000 hours, but over three years, you work at least 500 hours a year. So you end up with 1,500, and then there's going to be some way for you to... Participate in those plans. Now, the law just passed. So, all of us in the tax world, we're going to be studying the heck out of this for the first few weeks of the year and figuring out what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. And Congress uh, then passes it on to the Treasury and the IRS for um, writing all the rules and telling us what we have to do. But the idea of getting more part time workers eligible, um, one of the things that I was quite excited about is they've extended. The retirement age where you must start taking out your required minimum distributions, your RMD, if you will, from age 70 and a half out to 72. Now, that's a year and a half, and it may not seem like a lot, but what that means is for that extra year and a half, which might mean two years depending on how the calendar works out, where you would not be required to take money out of your account. You could if you wanted to, but you wouldn't be required. So that's a good thing. Um, There's some things in there that are not so good, and we'll talk about those as we uh, move through. But um, it's really an interesting challenge to think about this, folks. You work, you know, up until you're 65, and say you started in your 20s. So you work 45, 50 years, but you're supposed to have, within that time, saved enough money now when you retire at 65 and your life expectancy is 85 or 90, you need to make your money last from 65 to 90. That's a long time. So, you know, for many folks, you're having to live on your retirement accounts for almost as long as you work during your life. And that means that if you don't start saving early, you're going to have a really hard time catching up. Because by saving early, you get the benefit of the compounding of your investments over time. And the longer your time horizon, the greater your probability of having some sort of successful retirement on your planning. And most folks just are having a really hard time, I think, A, understanding the need for saving early, the discipline that it takes, and then really the strength that it takes to stay in the market. And so this volatility and investing in the market and people not understanding things. Another issue that was done was adding annuities to your 401Ks. And we're going to talk about that when we get right back from a quick break here.
0: My dad would always say the three worst words in the English language were shoulda, coulda, and woulda. So many people with retirement right around the corner or in the middle of it have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas facing them. They're not proactive. You didn't take care of the will. You didn't take care of the trust. They didn't do what was needed to do when it came to real estate and taxes. So right now, let's avoid the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and call Rick Gregory. Rick Gregory is my estate planner. I sat down with Rick, explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or a charitable trust, real estate or taxes. It is so complicated. You've got to rely on an expert like Rick who is so kind and knowledgeable about all of it. So be proactive. Take control of your life now. You can schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show, Your Partner-in-Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Your Partner-in-Law with Rick Regrick, my estate planner, yourpartnerinlaw.com.
3: One of the biggest mistakes you can make heading into retirement is not planning for the high costs of an extended health care situation. Many people assume they have enough money saved only to watch everything they've worked hard for get whittled down to nothing from the ongoing costs of a long-term care situation Do not make that mistake. By putting a long-term care plan in place, you guarantee yourself a source of funds to pay for care when needed, and you also know you will not become a burden on your family. Do what my wife and I did. Go learn about all the new long-term care plans offered by 525 Advisors. These new plans protect your savings, protect your family, and pay you back if you never use them. Learn more by attending one of the upcoming classes taught by Brian Ott, who's the host of Long-Term Care Radio, right here on Cairo. Brian has a long-term care planning class coming up January 18th. Seating will be limited for this first class of the year. So sign up today at 525longtermcare.com. It's a free class. You'll get a copy of Brian's book too. 525longtermcare.com. Retirement. What does it mean to you?
1: Has it changed as a result of today's economy? Are you worried about your future? Could there be stormy seas ahead?
2: Hi, this is Rick Gregrick, founder of Gregorick & Associates. We're a dedicated team of legal and tax professionals that can help you navigate your course for a secure future. Whether you're just thinking about your retirement or you're well into your retirement years, whether you're single, married, or involved in a domestic partnership, we can help you create your necessary legal and tax planning.
0: I am so glad I found one firm that can help me with all my legal and tax needs. Call today for your free consultation. That's 425-284-3450. You can also sign up for a Partner in Law event. Just go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and find the elder law or estate planning course that's best for you. You can register for both events by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com yourpartnerinlaw.com Now back to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick.
1: On Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770
2: KTTH. All righty, and welcome back. Uh, This is Rick Gregorick. We've been talking about your retirement savings plans today and the integration of those into your own planning, but also into your estate planning for how those are going to be transferred on throughout your life and eventually down to your children and grandchildren. And we've been talking about the SECURE Act, which passed uh, into law, um I think it was December 19th, the president signed it after a 417 to three vote in the House of Representatives several months back and never getting through the Senate, but it got attached to the appropriations bill. So it is now the new law and we're all going to have to learn a lot of new things regarding our retirement planning. Um, some good new options have become available to small businesses. Small business owners are being encouraged, uh, to offer more simplified plans. Uh, there's tax credits available for small employers and everything looks, you know, it's, it's a good thing. Uh, more assistance for part-time workers being able to participate in a retirement plan. And then we came up to one that's a pretty controversial area and that was, adding annuities to your 401ks. And one of the challenges with annuities is what if it fails? It's a, you know, it it doesn't live up to its expectations. It doesn't perform to the way it was designed. And that was the vehicle inside your retirement plan. Where historically, up until the passage of this act, fiduciaries were not very keen about adding annuities um, an insurance product, folks, to um, your retirement plans. And they felt it was more likely than not a breach of fiduciary responsibilities, uh, which we've talked about many times. Fiduciary duties are where the person owes you the highest level of duty, loyalty, care, obedience, protecting and preserving your assets, and especially principal. And so annuities were shunned out and not really utilized very much, if at all, in your 401k plans. However, the SECURE Act is now changing all that. Um, I wait with uh, great anticipation to see exactly how the government is planning on protecting us from the default of any types of annuities in the plan, but I guess there's a plan to do that. And so the idea of an annuity inside of your retirement plan, your 401k, will be that what we anticipate is that on an annual basis, your um, plan custodian for your retirement account will have to provide you with some information that says, if you took the amount of money in your plan today and you bought an annuity, this is how much income you would have from this savings amount for the rest of your life. So that's kind of good information. But, and it it, because they want people to see, well, this is how much money you would have. Because let's say you have $100,000 in your IRA, and you go, oh, that's really great. And then you buy an annuity, and you find out, well, that's good. It's going to give me $500 a month in income. And you say, but I need $3,000 a month, not 500 And so that's what's going to be one of the challenges, is to give people ideas, better education on what would be the annuitized amount if you were to buy a product versus, you know, just continuing on to savings and growing your investments. See, they don't really grow too much once they go into an annuity. But nonetheless, this is going to be a really big change. Um, the other thing is, they're thinking about, or it looks, it appears that 529 accounts, um, which are already tax advantaged, they may be able to be paid off um, through. Um, tax advantage savings out of your um, IRAs and that. So we'll see what those rules say. It's uh, always a little unclear when we get started on these things. Um, Now, starting in 2020, if you have a child or you adopt a child, you you know, you bear a child, um, both parents um, can get up to $5,000 penalty-free withdrawals from their 401k accounts. Um, Just a penalty-free withdrawal. So you have to pay tax on it if it's a taxable, but you won't have to pay the uh, 10% early withdrawal. And we just mentioned the annuities. Now, most of the things that we've just talked about are really tax savings for us, for the retirement plan participant. Those things are, by and large, all benefits to us. Well, those all have a cost. And, you know, like a lot of other things your children are going to pay for it. So you just got to benefit on your retirement planning like I did. I just got to benefit on my retirement planning, but my children will have to pay for this. What? No, you know, this kind of runs, you know, against all of our thinking in that, but in kicking the ball down the road. So how what, what do I mean by our children are going to have to pay for this benefit that we're getting? because our generation really isn't prepared for planning. There's just too many people who kind of grew up with mom and dad getting a pension, having that in their mind, not learning about investing. Maybe they worked for employers, didn't offer plans. And so we got an awful lot of people right now that don't have a very rosy retirement. And we need to try We need to fix that. And so the SECURE Act was a step in that direction. But to help the current beneficiaries of the retirement plans, you yourself, the plan participant, they're going to change the rules when you're, well, they've already changed them on when your IRAs, your 401ks get transferred to your children. Now, rules for spouses really didn't change much, but the rules on going down to your children are dramatically different under current law up until next week. If, your child inherits the IRA, they had the opportunity to stretch it out and take required minimum distributions over their life expectancy. So if they were 40 and their life expectancy was 90, they had a very long stretch period. In other words, keeping that money in its tax-deferred status, growing income tax-free. So that was a beautiful thing, just to be able to keep that for our kids and really set up their retirement. But earlier in the show, I told you that IRAs inherited by our children as a matter of law are not retirement accounts. So many of the actions of Congress and the courts have come down and said, well, if they're not retirement accounts, then why are they getting retirement account type benefits? So this stretch IRA was eliminated in the SECURE Act. Now, that's, you know, it wasn't eliminated, you know, where you can't stretch it out at all. But the word stretch out is going to be gone because that meant your life expectancy. The SECURE Act now says when your child or grandchild, someone other than your spouse, inherits that IRA, 401K, that gets converted, that gets converted to an IRA, when they inherit that, they then will have to deplete that account. They will have to fully withdraw it within 10 years. So basically, their requirement of distributions will be, you know, approximately 10% of the account every year, such that, you know, every year you'll get a statement that says, okay, you gotta draw this out. But by the end of 10 years, it has to be all taken out. Now, folks, just so we understand, that's a tax increase in two or three different ways. Number one, when you take your RMDs, your required minimum distributions, your income taxes are going to be higher if you have to draw a larger amount. Let's say you had to draw $100,000 out rather than $20,000. Well, that $100,000 carries a higher incremental tax, so that's going to be a tax increase. Now, you pull that $100,000 out, You don't really spend it all that year, or hopefully you don't. And so you reinvest it into a taxable account, and now there's tax there. Now, some of you may get clever and be able to figure out a way to withdraw it from one taxable account, and then if you have your own retirement accounts that need funding, you may be able to do something there with it. But still, you're getting a dilution of your assets. So one of the things we want to look at as we go forward now into 2020 is, what the heck do I do with my retirement accounts? Folks, we need to give these a lot more attention now because the rules are going to make us consider different options than we've grown up doing. We're going to have to have a little bit of a paradigm shift here, and we're going to have to think through these assets, and especially in context of what other assets do you own. And for you folks out there that have IRAs, these self-directed IRAs, and you have real estate, let's say you own a rental property inside your IRA, you've got a little LLC and all that kind of stuff, we really need to talk because these might present some very significant challenges or problems when we get into this inherited IRA and that IRA holds real estate. Um, Lots of complications can come now if all of a sudden we're going to have this 10-year rule back. Um, to have to draw everything out folks we're going to take a little quick break and we'll be right back
0: sometimes big events in your life all of a sudden cause you to wake up and realize you should start planning for the future i lost my dad a little over a year ago to cancer and i remember thinking to myself I should probably have a will or trust. So I called Rick Gregorick. Now the reason I called Rick Gregorick is because I've been listening to him on Cairo Radio on Sunday mornings and the guy is an absolute expert. I sat down with him. I explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables whether it was a trust or charitable trust, real estate, taxes. It was so complicated. I was so glad I had Rick right there to walk me through the whole process. So be proactive. Take control of your life right now. Go meet with Rick Gregorick and schedule a compliment consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show like I do, Your Partner-in-Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Schedule a meeting with my estate planner, Rick Gregorick, at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com.
3: Hey, it's Dory Monson with Brian Ott from 525 Advisors and host of Long-Term Care Radio. And Brian, we have another great question from a listener. Do I have to move into a nursing home to use my long-term care insurance?
4: You know, Dory, actually most people start their long-term care journey in their home, and today's plans will pay for that care in your home. The idea of having a long-term care insurance plan is to be able to receive the care you need in the location of your choosing. Plans today are comprehensive, which means not only do they pay for care at home, they'll also pay for care in an assisted living facility, an adult daycare, even a nursing home. By having a plan, you decide where you get to receive care. If you have a question for me, send it to me at 525longtermcare.com. You can also learn about new programs that pay you back if you never use your plan, and you can sign up for one of my free upcoming classes. Do what my wife and I did. Sign up for one of Brian's
3: upcoming classes. Classes are free, and you'll even get a copy of Brian's book, which has a ton of great info. Seating's limited, so sign up today at 525longtermcare.com.
2: Have you ever wondered what would happen to you or your loved ones or your business if you were incapacitated tomorrow or if you died prematurely? None of us plan on it, but not addressing these issues can be catastrophic to your finances, your family, and your business. Hi, this is attorney Rick Gregory, host of your partner-in-law, right here on Cairo Radio every Sunday morning at 8. Elder or estate planning is necessary for all of us, regardless of our wealth or lack of wealth. So whether your estate is large or small, you simply must have a proper legal life plan in place to protect you, your loved ones, and your business. For your free estate or elder law planning consultation, give us a call today at 425-284-3450. At Gregerick Associates, my staff and I will take the time necessary to understand your needs and recommend the best plan for you and your family. Call us today at 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450 or go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com.
1: We return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick.
2: Hey, that's me. And uh, no bumper music come back. Isn't that weird, folks? You know, you usually got the little some sort of little music coming back in this dead silence. We're going back to like the 1950s or something we used to do radio. Maybe those uh, fireside chats. Folks, we've been talking about a really serious uh you know, part of your estate planning, and that's your retirement accounts. Right before uh, the last uh, segment there, we ended up with those of you who have self-directed IRAs owning real property, real estate, rental properties, things of that nature. Um, It's going to be critical for you to um, get some legal advice on this. Um, Be very careful taking advice from non-attorneys on this area because it's going to be – there's a lot of flux going to be going on, and so there's a lot of things that we want to help make sure you're protected from because you have to take out so much more now. So when your kids inherit their IRAs or your RR, when they inherit your IRAs, that's a mouthful, they are going to have to now take required minimum distribution such that those accounts are exhausted in completely... Um, closed out in 10 years. So their RMD is going to be basically one-tenth a year, give or take a little bit for the math there. I know lots of you are smarter than that. It'll be a little different because it's going to continue earning, so the amount will change every year. But nonetheless, it has to be drained out by the end of 10 years. So that's a significant tax increase to um, your children inheriting these. So they will have less because more will be taken in taxes. And it won't be growing at the same level because it's going to be the the amount of money will be taken out of the tax deferred account, putting into a normal investment account subject to income tax. So it's a pretty significant increase. I've heard numbers of along the lines of about fifteen to sixteen billion dollars. I believe that's annually, but the, the numbers are a little scant right now. But this um, this is certainly a Favorable bill for the plan participants, in other words, you and I in our own plans, anybody contributing to a plan today, the losers will be our children. So are there options and opportunities? Well, the answer is yes, there are, and they're going to vary depending on your unique individual situation. I know over the coming weeks, we're probably going to be putting together some uh, classes, to help with this, to help educate everyone. We have all we've seen is what the bill is, but uh, we all anxiously wait to see what the, uh, the IRS code, the Internal Revenue Code comes out and looks like and how we're going to take uh, advantage of this and minimize our risk and change our thought processes. Um, how, who we make our beneficiaries on our retirement accounts may change. I think all of you would be well advised to look into retirement plan trust. Um, we 've been doing them successfully for quite some time. They have an awful lot of um, features, including protecting the inherited assets from creditors and predators and A lot of people are saying, "Well, yeah, but if you got it, that asset protection will only be for ten years, well, ten years of asset protection is better than none, but there are ways to extend the asset protection well beyond the ten years in fact, for your children 's entire lifetime and possibly beyond." So there are always options and opportunities, and we have to apply to each individual person's unique situation, the types of assets that you own, um, the value of them, the overall estate, estate taxes. Uh, Many folks today have large uh, retirement accounts that um, aren't properly planned for and therefore are going to cause some unintended estate taxes, and we want to address that with all of you this year. So... Um, I do want to wish everyone an upcoming Happy New Year. You know, Christmas is behind us. Uh, this year, Christmas and Hanukkah somewhat overlapped a, a little bit, and so those are all coming to an end. We've got the new year coming uh, coming in really, really quick, and uh, of course, we have the 49ers versus the Seahawks this afternoon. Uh, Sunday night football. We were moved from an earlier game into Sunday night football, so if any of you missed that, it is the Sunday night football game tonight for Hawks uh, in the 49ers. Um, Of course, this is kind of a, this is a huge game. (laughs) And so all you football fans know what I'm talking about. If you're not a football fan, you should be. Support your Hawks. It's just part of Seattle back support all our local teams. I think that's a a great thing to do. Folks, I would love to see you next year. I encourage y'all to call in, get your free consultations on the books. Uh, get early. We always fill up in the beginning of the year. So give us a call at the office at 425 425- 284-3450 or find us on the web at rjglegal.com Can't find that? Go to mynorthwest.com Check out your partner-in-law All our podcasts are there as well We wish you a very happy New Year. Uh, Changes is afoot Embrace it. Learn from it Don't sit back and complain about it because one constant in life is change and it keeps on changing. Happy New Year folks